The bloodshed continues. First tonight on our news live at 7. The murder count climbs once again, putting the count to 25 for the year. Four in the space of 96 hours. This latest killing comes ahead of the country, playing host to a regional security summit to tackle firearms trafficking. Plus, another tragic loss. This as a police officer dies after being struck by a vehicle during a traffic stop. Then in our news at 7.30, a rare phenomenon. A hailstorm reportedly hits the north and central Bahamas. Residents captured the unusual weather event on video. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Candino Knowles. Another brazen daylight shooting and another man out on bail for murder killed. This putting the country's murder count now to 25. But as police tell us, the victim recently gave his life to Christ. Our news team was there for another interview when the gunshots rang out in the Grantstown community. Our Bertany McDermott, he's got the story coming up in our news at 7.30. But now, just five weeks into 2024, as the count stands now at 25, this latest shooting taking place this afternoon in broad daylight, it means the country has averaged around five murders per week so far. Many of those crimes committed with guns. But how do we prevent illegal firearms from entering the country? Well, the U.S. Embassy saying they hope to help address the issue at next month's Northern Caribbean Security Summit, which will take place right here in the Bahamas. Last year's summit in Florida saw over 100 law enforcement representatives, leaders, and key players from the United Kingdom, the United States, Turks and Caicos Islands, and of course the Bahamas, meeting all to discuss security. Well, this year's event takes place on March 21st and 22nd, and the U.S. Embassy tells us that participants are expected to recommit and explore new ways to counter illicit activities, including weapons trafficking, drugs, and unsanctioned migration. And some more sad news to report tonight. As the police officer, who was critically injured when he was hit by a car during a traffic stop last week, has died. Police confirming that Inspector Tomas McMackintosh passed away from his injuries in hospital, the incident happening around midday last Wednesday on Milo Butler Highway. To see the initial story, head over to rnews.bs. Well, the early morning wind and rain weren't enough to stop Ministry of Education security officers from protesting this morning. The issue, promotions and outstanding overtime payments. The group says they feel disrespected and overlooked. It prompted a swift response from the education minister. Bertany McDermott was there. Please help me to help my son, not me. Thank you. Help me to help my children, not me. Yes. I just need an answer today in the name of Jesus. The group of more than 30 school officers say they've been working years without insurance. Add to that, they say they're owed overtime pay and promotions. They say enough is enough. I was one of the security officers working every day as overtime. If they, if, if, if they want to check it out or investigate, they're free to do it. Because every day, I work overtime every night, mm -hmm. leaving my children home. In the security department, haven't had a promotion in 42, 41 years. We don't get hazardous pay. Some persons work week to week, on permanent for years, 20 plus years. The group was joined by FNM Deputy Chair Richard Johnson and Attorney Maria Daxon. The security officers are members of the Bahamas Public Services Union, but they claim their president didn't advocate on their behalf. They waited outside the office of the Prime Minister in the weather for answers from Education Minister Glennis Hannah Martin. Now, some of the officers tell us funds were deposited to their accounts just last night, but was it enough? Some people get 200 It's different payment. It's, it's nobody in the security firm got $500. Hannah Martin explained the funds were already approved by the Ministry of Finance. She says the matter should be finalized by the end of the week. The Ministry of Education 
in conjunction with finance are actively finalizing um, the, the payments. So that, that's, that's, that's going on as we speak. But I want to use the opportunity to, first of all, thank the president of the BPSU for his advocacy for the members um, on, on a number of levels, which include promotions, which are now underway. Many, many are at the Public Service Commission, promotions which have not happened in decades for um, security officers. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. All right, thanks for that, Berthony. Now, as mentioned in that report, those workers are being represented by the Bahamas Public Services Union. Coming up in our news at 7.30, the BPSU president is weighing in on today's protests. Before we get to that, it's time now for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is standing by in the Weather Center. And Greg, this weather has been up and down, off and on, cold and hot. Um, what are we expecting to see for the rest of the week? We're two days in. We are going to continue the what, slightly cooler temp trend tomorrow, yeah. and then we eventually will start warming up for the weekend. The breeze is going to start to fall off by Thursday, so we're looking at some improvement there as well. All right, so we're still high 60s, low 70s? Yeah, we or? are literally in the mid-60s right now. We're going yeah. to fall to the low 60s, possibly even the upper 50s across the extreme northern islands. But All right. the wind's going to make you feel a lot cool out there. Yeah. So if you plan to do anything, yeah. anything on the outdoors, which is <laughs> not really advised, um, it's advisable that you so put on So definitely sweater sweaters and windbreakers. Yeah. 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 All right. 66 degrees, partly cloudy and cool. Look at the winds. West winds at 33 miles per hour, and they are gusting to gale force. Feels like 64 on the outdoors. Temperatures around the islands right now at 65 in Freeport, Marshall, Abaco. We pick up 69s in Alistair, Bimini, Nickel Sound, 66. Great Abaco, 68. And you guys across that portion of the northwest Bahamas seeing some showers as we have some showers drifting to the south. Governors have also 69. Central Bahamas, 64 in Kemp's Bay. We pick up 73s, Georgetown, Arthurstown, Cat Island as well. Some showers nearby there as well. 69 in Coburn Townsend, Salvador, Deadman's Key, 72. And into the southeast Bahamas, 73s in Duncantown, Rygate Island, Delectable Bay, Abrams Bay, 72. Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Matthew Town, Inagua, 72. And our neighbors to the southeast, Tricks and Caicos Islands, you guys are 74 at this hour. Satellite radar composite showing most of the weather pulling away from us. That low pressure system is well to the northeast of the Abacos right now. But remember last evening I mentioned that uh, wraparound moisture, this system actually resembles a hurricane. But um, it's not, it doesn't have a warm core. So a lot of this moisture will continue to stream across the northwest Bahamas. We're looking some more showers and thunderstorms tonight. But eventually the system will pull up towards the east. So we should see some tapering off with the weather starting tomorrow and into Thursday. That's your first look about the stick with us. So get your extended forecast. Still to come in our news, the JCNP mulls a major parade overhaul. Berthony McDermott dives into potential changes to enhance the Junkanoo experience. Plus, Operation Potcake. International teams spay and neuter animals in New Providence and thousands benefit. We'll tell you the successful mission is 25 vets and 115 volunteers wrap an eight-day initiative when our news returns. Saturday, February 10th. Let's get back to love. Alpha Sounds Promotions presents Brian McKnight. Mark your calendars, set your alarms, and don't forget the dress code is all white. And Karen White. It's going to be a vibe, y'all, so get your tickets and don't forget to come in your all white. Back to love at the Amphitheater, Nassau Cruise Port, downtown. Dress code all white. There's tables available for you and three guests, sky pods, and sky boxes for your maximum experience. Get tickets online at BahamasEticket.com. Tickets also sold at Plantation Bar and Grill, Minoso, in the Mall of Marathon, Big Boys Cafe. It's back to love. Saturday, February 10th at the Amphitheater. For more info, follow BahamasETickets.com. The Junkanoo Corporation of New Providence looking at ways to improve the overall experience of the two major parades. The way forward could include separate parades for A and B groups and even a new venue. Bertany McDermott is following this. 
The Boxing Day and New Year's Day Jungle Parades may still be a year away, but officials are already looking at ways to expand the Jungle route. Junkanoo Corporation of New Providence Chairman Dion Miller says the plan is to expand the Junkanoo routes and add more seats. Yes, we're looking at the parade road, ways to expand the parade road um, with the hopes of increasing the seating capacity of the parades. We'd like to find a way to add 1,500 more seats um, to Bay Street, so we're looking. Um, we have identified some opportunities, some places already. I, I don't want to speak to it yet because we haven't spoken to um, the, the property owners and some, some thoughts. I don't want to put the card before the, the apple before the cart, actually, um, but we are looking to expand the parade route. At the moment, Bay Street seats 8,000 people. There is growing sentiment the parades have outgrown Bay Street. Yes and no. Um, and so due to the current um, costume constructions and the size, in that, in that way we have. The groups are larger now. There are a lot of groups um, um, associated with these parades. And so in that sense, we have outgrown the, the, um, the parade current venue. The issue is that there's a sentimental value and connection to Bay Street and the history of those parades. And so it's hard to go and move and move away from that without keeping the true essence of what the Junkanoo parades are. Miller says the plan is to reduce the number of groups that could possibly shorten parade times. Then there's the issue of separating B groups and A group parades. Miller believes it can work. I think in order to expand the parade, to make it more of a festival, it will make proper sense to split the two and have two multiple festivals. Um, now, the issue with that is um, a lot of persons in the B group won't feel that they will get the support from the public as the A groups, and so we kind of marry them together so they can have that strong showing. Um, but all of that is up for discussion. Junkanoo judging is often the center of public and group criticism. Just this year, Fancy Dancers contested the colors Junkanoo Group's Boxing Day win. I would think so. Um, what I want the public to know as it relates to judging are the groups are involved in that process. It's not a secret process. Um, the judges' course is made available to the groups, and so they know exactly what these judges are being thought. Um, we reach out to the public. The public uh, we ask the public civil civil servants to come and help us and judge these parades. They take a course for six to eight weeks. Once they successfully complete the course, they are eligible to judge. Reporting for our news, I'm Bertha McDermott. All right, thanks a lot for that, Bertha. Well. 25 vets and 115 volunteers made up five teams from nine countries for Operation Podcake. They spent eight days dedicated to spaying and neutering as many animals as possible here in New Providence. This year's Operation Hotcake Chairman, also President of the Bahamas Humane Society, Kim Arana, who says the initiative, which wrapped on January 27th, was a resounding success, resulting in thousands of animals receiving treatment. The numbers were great. There were 2,253 animals spayed or neutered um, across the island in five different clinics, Kemp Road, East Street, Carmichael, Barrington Road, and the Bahamas Humane Society Shelter. What came out of the realization that came out of this was that we have a long way to go to really get a handle on this situation. There are so many animals out there who are allowed to roam. Now, Arana says many of these animals aren't traditional strays, rather roaming dogs collectively cared for by neighbors but claimed by no one she says while the teams worked through neighborhoods they experienced the grim realities of animal care we found so many awful cases of cruelty and neglect that we would have never found if we hadn't gone into people's gardens canvassing we found animals that were suffering greatly I think 90% of it was neglect and not totally intentional cruelty. So we are in desperate needs of funds, of fosters, and please, everybody, spay and neuter your animal. Because another thing we found in all of these smaller yards was a pair of breeding pit bulls. And they're, they're just everywhere. And... There aren't enough homes for them either. So we really need to get a grip on this now. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as King Charles is seen for the first time since his cancer diagnosis. Plus, 
A U.S. court rules Trump has no presidential immunity. And Honda recalls more than 750,000 vehicles over a faulty airbag sensor. What you need to know when our news returns. Health is the greatest gift. That's where we come in. Bahamas Medical and Surgical Supplies is a premier distributor of medical equipment, as well as medical and surgical consumables. Our engineers are always on hand, providing top care service that saves lives. We carry a wide selection of over-the-counter and prescription items, IV fluids, and other injections. Our products are state-of-the-art, and our entire team stays on top of cutting-edge technology. With more than two decades of dedicated service, Bahamas Medical and Surgical Supplies continues to be a trendsetter and innovator in healthcare. We have set ourselves apart by truly caring for our customers. We understand the intricacies of healthcare, and we produce spectacular results. We cherish our partnerships and nurture our friendships as we continue on our quest to help everyone maintain that wonderful gift of good health. Find us on 9th 5th Terrace Centerville, right in the heart of the Medical Service Epicenter of Nassau, Bahamas. Comfort Suites Paradise Island is the best kept secret in the Bahamas. Located directly next door to the Atlantis Resort, you'll receive all the privileges of an Atlantis guest with all the benefits of a Comfort Suite stay. Enjoy everything Atlantis has to offer, including AquaVenture Water Park, plus all the amenities of Comfort Suites, free Wi-Fi, free breakfast daily, and kids stay, play, and eat free. Visit ComfortSuitesPI.com. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. King Charles was captured in his first public appearance since the announcement of his cancer diagnosis on Monday evening. Alongside Queen Camilla, he departed from Clarence House to journey to Sandringham via helicopter. Earlier, Prince Harry arrived in London from his residence in California to visit his father. However, there are no arrangements for him to meet with his brother William during his visit to the United Kingdom. Buckingham Palace said the king's cancer was detected during recent treatment for benign enlarged prostate, though they did not specify the type of cancer. A United States court has ruled that Donald Trump lacks presidential immunity and can face prosecution for allegedly plotting to overturn the 2020 general election. The decision was announced by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals panel on Tuesday. The former president is anticipated to appeal against this ruling. Special counsel Jack Smith has leveled charges against Trump for allegedly conspiring to overturn the election. Trump, however, contends he was carrying out his official presidential duties when the January 6th riots occurred. He has argued the absence of presidential immunity could trigger a political backlash against future presidents likening it to opening Pandora's box. About one in four American adults, nearly 68 million, plan to bet on this year's Super Bowl, setting a significant record as per the American Gaming Association. Betting volume is expected to surge by 35% compared to last year, totaling an estimated $23.1 billion. Legal bets are projected at around $1.5 billion, similar to estimates from Eilers and Credit Gaming. And Honda 
is issuing a recall for over 750,000 vehicles in the United States. It's due to a defective sensor that may trigger the front passenger airbags incorrectly. Affected models span several years, including various Honda and Acura vehicles. According to documents from the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the sensor's malfunction could lead to failure in deactivating airbags for children or small adults, heightening injury risk. Honda will replace the faulty sensors free of charge with notifications to owners beginning March 18th. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was February 6th. Then in our news at 7.30, a rare phenomenon, a hailstorm hits the north and central Bahamas. Residents share the unusual sight. We'll show you the video that captured marble-sized hail. Plus, hope on the horizon as Grand Lacayan Resort's sale potential brings optimism to Grand Bahama. The Prime Minister reveals interest from multiple buyers as residents react when our news returns. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. I get it. Get a lot of stuff on WimAuto.com and pay for it online. You say that like it's a bad thing. Online is just the first step. They have next weekday delivery in Nassau Monday to Friday. What if I don't live in Nassau? WimAuto.com will send it to the mailbox. What if I don't want nobody knowing where I live? They have a store. What if I don't want to come inside because I don't like air condition? They have a drive-thru. If you love WimAuto.com so much, why don't you just marry it? If WimAuto starts selling fries, we're going to have to reassess this entire relationship. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was February 6th. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 1870, William Colebrook, who served as governor from 1835 to 1837, died in Great Britain. His governorship was held during the years of the apprenticeship period after Great Britain abolished slavery in the empire in 1834. Colebrook Lane between Bay Street and Dowdswell Street is named after him. Then in 1892, the Nassau Guardian reported that S.S. Morton was the first person in the colony to receive a cablegram through the Bahamas Telegraph Cable. Morton was proprietor of the Royal Victoria Hotel and the message was sent from Tampa, Florida. February 6th, 1922, Sir Clifford Darling was born in Chester's Acklands. Darling was a taxi driver, politician, civil rights leader, trade unionist, speaker of the House, and governor general. In 2002, he published a book he wrote entitled Sir Clifford Darling, A Bahamian Life Story, along with Patricia Beardsley Roker. On 27th of December, 2011, Clifford Darling passed away at the age of 89. A state funeral was held for him at Zion Baptist Church. The Clifford Darling Complex on Blue Hill Road on New Providence, which houses the headquarters of National Insurance, was named in his honor. In 1952, Elizabeth became the monarch of the United Kingdom after her father, King George VI, died. When the Commonwealth of the Bahamas became an independent nation, she remained the country's head of state, represented by a governor general. And on September 9, 2015, she became the longest reigning British monarch, surpassing her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. Queen Elizabeth died last September. And finally, in 2019, the fire services branch of the Royal Bahamas Police Force was called to put out a massive fire that destroyed the Wong's food store in East Bay Street in downtown Nassau. 
Director of Fire Services at the time, Walter Evans, said every fire truck on the island was used to contain the blaze and off-duty fire staff called in. Evans said the fire started around 5 a.m. on the corner of Bay and DeVos Street and quickly spread to neighboring buildings. The first ever Back to Love concert. Just days away now and organizers are promising it will be a night to remember. That's because two of the best international R&B artists will be performing. Danielle Miller tells us more. This Saturday, legendary artists Brian McKnight and Karen White is set to take this stage as we take it Back to Love. Back to Love is set to be a classic all-white event. The upcoming concert is the vision of Alpha Sounds Promotions owner, Trevor Davis. He tells me he's been wanting to pull it off for quite some time, but finding the ideal location was a challenge until the Nassau cruise port opened. The location set, the next step was finding artists who would deliver timeless classics that would hypnotize the audience, putting them in a trance of love. Just going through the list of artists, the availability, uh, the first artist came to mind was Brian McKnight. I uh, reached out to them. They was available. Uh, we settled on an agreement. And so then it was time to add some balance to the show. And of course, it was a little easier to get uh, a lot of the male artists, but I said, no, you don't want two males one night. And so let me reach out and continue. And it was a little processy to get Karen White, but uh, after reaching out and to her and after her, her agreeing to do the event, this event was not designed for just one particular demographic, but for music lovers across the country. I can personally tell you, I wasn't born when Karen White released Superwoman in 1989. However, for as long as I can remember, I've sung that song with passion, even before I understood the lyrics. It's definitely going to be a more of a bohemian crowd because, you know, as you go around and you start to promote the events, you realize that some of the young persons grew up listening to their parents play these songs. And so they might not be familiar with the names, but they're definitely familiar with the song. Tickets can be purchased online at BahamasETickets.com or at the event's ticket outlet. You can visit their social media pages at Alpha Sounds for more information. Reporting for our news, I'm Danielle Miller. All right. Thanks so much for that, Danielle. And if you've been keeping up with the R News TikTok page, you'll know that there's one more way to snag a pair of these coveted tickets to that concert that Denny just shared with us. And this is through tonight's trivia question. Now, here's that question. What year was the song Superwoman? Which we just heard Denny talk about. She clearly wasn't born yet <laughs> by Karen White released. You know the answer, head on over to TikTok, follow our news, and leave your answer under Danielle's video for a chance to win one of three pairs of tickets for this weekend's concert. Go ahead, do that right now. And again, if you want to see that story again, and for all of today's top stories, you can visit rnews.bs. That's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hong with the latest headlines. Yeah, and that's an awesome prize. Sometimes <laughs> I wish I was the viewer. That was a big hey, Brian McKnight fan. Yeah. Uh, Karen White, not so much. I know I know Karen White uh, songs, though, but Brian McKnight, I was definitely sure. a big fan. Yeah. yeah. So be sure to check out TikTok to win some tickets. Thanks so much, Ken. While police investigating the country's 25th murder, this as a man was shot to death in the capital this afternoon. Plus, an expo held in West Grand Bahama for entrepreneurs. Here are your latest headlines. A brazen daylight shooting first tonight on our news live at 7.30. The murder count increasing to 25. This as a man was shot dead in the capital this afternoon. Also, security officers staging a demonstration today. Hear why the president of the Bahamas Public Services Union says the move was not supported by the union. And get this, hail spotted in the central Bahamas this week. We have the video coming up. And later, the Grand Lucayne Resort still up for sale. The Prime Minister confirming that there are several interested investors. Residents are reacting. Our news live at 7.30 is back in a moment. 
Our news team has been busy. Get ready for a heartwarming celebration with a Valentine's giveaway exclusively on Our News as we count down to the season of love. Simply tune into our Thursday and Friday newscasts where we'll feature special couples sharing their love stories. Keep an eye on the comment section. We'll pop in with a love-themed question and your correct answer could make you a winner. Thanks to our amazing sponsors, we have incredible prizes waiting for you. From romantic getaways to delightful gift baskets, the chances to win are endless. Winners will be selected and announced every Saturday and Sunday during our news weekend. So stay tuned, get ready to win and share the love this Valentine's season. Love is in the air and it could be your lucky day. Only on Our News. Saturday, February 10th. Let's get back to love. Alpha Sounds Promotions presents Brian McKnight. Mark your calendars, set your alarms, and don't forget the dress code is all white. And Karen White. It's going to be a vibe, y'all, so get your tickets and don't forget to come in your all white. Back to love at the Amphitheater, Nassau Cruise Port, downtown. Dress code all white. There's tables available for you and three guests. Sky pods and sky boxes for your maximum experience. Get tickets online at BahamasEticket.com. Tickets also sold at Plantation Bar and Grill, Minoso, in the Mall of Marathon, Big Boys Cafe. It's back to love. Saturday, February 10th at the Amphitheater. For more info, follow BahamasETickets.com. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Natalia Hall. Another brazen daylight shooting as another man out on bail for murder is killed. Police tells us the victim recently gave his life to Christ. The Our News team was there for another interview when gunshots rang out in the Grantstown community. Bertie McDermott has the story. Hospital Lane, again the scene of another murder in the capital, this one number 25. Shortly before 3 p.m. this afternoon, the victim, who our news understands is Eldon Severe, was shot and killed just outside the new Unity Fellowship Church. The young man was walking south on Hospital Lane, and as he walked south on Hospital Lane, another young man emerged from off of the Sarah Ingram Park open fire on the young man, shooting him fatally. Skipping's telling us the man was on bail for a 2020 murder. Rector of the St. Agnes Church, Father Keith Cartwright, tells us he knew the victim and his girlfriend, who are residents of the area. You know, as I came down to the scene, um, people are very frightened and, um, and horrified. And um, it, it is a very challenging situation for a very unique and, and beautiful community. The harrowing tale happening as the R News team was preparing for another interview at St. Agnes Church when we heard the gunshots prompting us to take cover at the Blue Hill Roads Church. Now police say the assailant came from the Sarah Ingram Park. One resident telling us he's especially thankful because around the same time every day he's at this park. He says it could have been him. I just thank God for loving me. That spot is where I usually hang out at least six hours out of the day. And because of the rain, I didn't make it the way today. I didn't make it out at all. This latest murder comes amid a spike in homicides throughout the month of January. The incident, however, drawing international press from CBS to the scene. Skipping says they spoke with Severe last week during a walkabout. That's when he informed them that he gave his life to Christ. He made a change, but the streets never forgave him. Reporting for Our News, I'm Bertheny McDermott. While police need your help capturing a man they say is wanted for murder, 38-year-old Charles Fitzgerald of number 142 Limewood Lane is wanted in connection with the death of a 61-year-old man who was shot in an Oleander Street home last month. Police say the elderly man was shot in the shoulder around 7 p.m. on January 23rd. The victim was alert when they arrived and told officers he was shot by someone he knew after they got into a fight. The victim died on Sunday night. This wanted poster of the suspect has been released by Grand Bahama Police. Now anyone with information is asked to contact police at telephone numbers 911-919 or Crime Stoppers at 328-TIPS.
Meanwhile, Bahamas Public Services Union President Kingsley Ferguson says the issues expressed by the security officers were already addressed and in the works before the demonstration this morning. In fact, he says it wasn't a move the union supported. Security officers said Ferguson wasn't making any headway in getting their issues fixed, with one officer describing him as lousy. But Ferguson says the group is free to do as they please. He says a meeting was held where Education Minister Glennis Hannah-Martin committed to a time frame, which he intended to honor, but it seems as if the group had other plans. We live in a democratic society, so if persons wish to agitate on their behalf and get the same response that the union would have given them, um, there isn't very much that we can do. My advice was we said that we were going to give the minister a particular amount of time to respond to us, and I said to them that I intend to be honorable and not to be hypocritical. And so, again, we live in a democracy, and so they want to go and see the chief of the nation. They are within their rights to do so. But it was not an action advised by the union. All right. Well, we have some video coming up. It's something you don't see every day. Hail raining down from the skies. It happened as severe weather rolled across the north and central Bahamas on Monday afternoon. Several residents sharing video of marble-sized hail falling from the skies. We saw reports of hail from viewers in both Exuma and Eleuthera. Well, not so nice conditions continuing in the capital today, but temperatures are expected to heat up a bit by the end of the work week. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg, we saw that video just now with hail in the central Bahamas. What does this mean? I mean, this weather has been kind of wild so yeah. far for the week. It has been wild, and uh, we are going to see uh, some relief in a short while. But um, we are still going to see some uh, showers and possibly some isolated thunderstorms. But the hail, actually what's happening is the ice particles in the clouds rise and fall and they became a little heavier. So they eventually fell out of the cloud. They froze in the upper levels. And uh, we hope we don't see much in terms of I hope that. not. Yeah. We don't see that too often no, here. But. No, yeah. 66 degrees outside, mostly cloudy and windy. In, uh, as I, when I say windy, it is windy out there. West winds at 33 miles per hour feels like 64 on the outdoor satellite radar composite showing the low pressure system that's creating all this havoc across our area pulling towards the north and east and away from us but wraparound moisture is continuing to stream across the northwest bahamas some of that could make it into the central bahamas grand bahama and the abacos as well as the berry islands and bimini seeing some showers and some isolated thunderstorms but the winds the winds will be the story for the next day and then things start to settle down thursday by the end of the week that's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast system. Still to come on our news, the nation's leader optimistic about the sale of the Grand Lucayne Resort. Hear what residents are saying about it. Plus, a number of Grand Bahamians turning out for an entrepreneurial expo in West Grand Bahama recently. The deputy prime minister speaks. And later, hear from a local preschool that won the 2024 Junior Junkanoo Parade. We're big in the Junkanoo. We even have a Junkanoo wall, so even our one- and two-year-olds know you have to stand at the Junkanoo wall. And that's all coming up when our news returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Attention my Solomon Smart Rewards members! Are you ready for a holiday season filled with savings and rewards? Introducing Triple Point Sundays in Solomon's and Exuma Markets. That's right, earn three times the points on Sundays, November 5th to December 24th when you shop Solomon's and Exuma Markets. Don't miss out on this incredible chance to earn bonus points for your holiday grocery shopping. So triple the joy this holiday season and shop Triple Point Sundays for triple the savings on all the best deals. Ain't no one else giving it three times the points. Don't triple, triple points, no more licking and keep on ticking. Ow, baby. The part hard to get, you know. Unless you go to winmoto.com. Why anybody get off website, man? How you know that's the right part? On winmoto.com, you can enter the year, make, model, and engine size of your vehicle and choose the part that you need. This is a Japanese car. You can shop for that on our website. What about chemicals? Yep. 
car accessories? Yep. Tools? Actually, yeah. Plumbing, electrical, and grocery? If we sell it, it's on our website. Don't worry, we don't have mechanics. Oh, thank goodness. Save time and shop with confidence with WimAuto.com. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. From Super Bowl parties to family functions, the fun starts at super value and quality supermarkets. Rainbow corn beef, 12 ounce, 229. Best value whole kernel corn, 15 ounce, 99 cents. Quaker oats, assorted 18 ounce, 379. Chicken drumsticks, 99 cents per pound. Fresh tomatoes, 249 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Some good news for the island of Grand Bahama as there may be some movement on the sale of the Grand Lucayne Resort. The Prime Minister recently confirming that there are several interested buyers, but how do residents feel? In this report, we speak with some Grand Bahamians who are reacting to the news. We are all looking forward to the opening of the hotel. We know how important it is to the community. The Minnesota administration purchased a resort from Hong Kong conglomerate Hutchison Wampoa in August 2018 for $65 million. But the sale and redevelopment of the resort fell through during the COVID-19 pandemic. Prime Minister Philip Davis recently telling reporters that it is his hope that the Grand Lucayne Resort in Grand Bahama will be sold by the end of the year. Five years later, the nation's leader says the deputy prime minister is currently sifting through interested investors and will make recommendations. You may remember in 2022, government announced that it had reached an agreement to sell the Grand Lucayne Resort to Electra America Hospitality Limited. The move sparked lots of hope among Grand Bahamians, but by November 2022, the deal had collapsed. Since then, government has been tight-lipped about the sale. While in light of the Prime Minister's recent comments, former magistrate and attorney Rangan Johnson is of the view that government should be selective with their decision. So they, they are going to keep to their word, to their promise, and what they signed. We need now and the future, not those who are just experiencing the, 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 what is to be in Grand Bahama but not staying on and not complying with their commitments. And that will be the day when Grand Bahama Island will revert to the, its past history where there will be abundance of investments, there will be abundance of tourists as well as our country and our island is getting the benefit with jobs that are well paid. President Christine Vanderlyn says most importantly government must ensure that the investor is the right fit. We want someone who can come in and take the hotel to another level, that it will be there for the long term, given opportunities to Bahamians, and others alike. But resident Jamila Glinton says she's numb to the news. But it's taking too long. Other countries in the region have um, their tourism industry is booming. What happened to our country? What happened to Grand Bahama? We feel as if our country is just Nassau-centric. All right, well, a large number of people turning out to the West Grand Bahama Entrepreneurial Expo in West End recently. Minister for Grand Bahama Ginger Moxie says the effort is all about assisting entrepreneurs with developing their projects. Tourism Minister Chester Cooper says he's confident about the growth and development of West Grand Bahama given its close proximity to Florida, adding that the Eden Resort is set to come on stream soon in that community. That's going to be a $300 million uh, resort that focus mainly on, on agri-tourism. There's going to be a lot of farm to the table uh, using modern techniques of agriculture. There's a collaboration with uh, a university uh, and the investor. And we're excited about this. We anticipate that uh, the land deal is going to close uh, very soon, uh, within the next month. 
The tourism minister also pledged 10 scholarships to cover the tuition of 10 West Grand Bahama residents to attend the Bahamas Agricultural Marine Science Institute to become certified tour and fishing guides. This resident says he believes the information provided at the meeting will be helpful. I think the most important thing is that the fishermen understand that there is help available in terms of financing and to get their business reestablished. Because what people don't understand or even know, years ago we had a fishing factory here in West End where we used to can tuna back in the 1940s. And so that's over 70 plus years ago and it just died. So these are the kind of things we could look in to redoing here in West End. Some great news for West End. Well, there's been some major announcements for the island of Grand Bahama. This is Celebration Key, has been named as Carnival's Grand Bahama Cruise Port. The project is expected to be complete in 2025. In a recent interview with Group Head of Investment at RF Bank and Trust, David Slatter, he weighs in on the project and the overall development of the island's economy. You know, you talk Freeport, you talk the economy, uh, the word hope always comes uh, into the discussion, right? Well, we hope and we hope and we hope and everybody's been hoping for decades. I think there's reason to think that, you know, we, you know, um, we can be a little more optimistic than the past. So we can move from purely hope to maybe some tangible hope. <laughs> so that there are some positives. I mean, the Pharmachem shutting down was a negative, of course. Uh, but you do have the Carnival project. Um, you've got the uh, container port is is doing some looking to add two more dry docks, so that'll that'll benefit the economy. That's down the road. The shipyard um, is also expanding. Yeah, there's been some injections. So AML Foods is, I think, uh, reopened their store downtown. Um, this this there are some at the margins some positives. So I think there's you know a little more reason in the next few years to be um, uh, to add a little optimism to the word hope. So uh, fingers crossed. I wouldn't um, empty the bank account to get ready for this massive influx of tourists to Freeport to Grand Bahama. So uh, maybe, you know, start to get your, your, your ducks in a row, but don't necessarily um, invest the capital yet. But make sure if you plan to take advantage of that, you're in a position to take advantage of it. It's now time for tonight's Financial Market Minute, brought to you by RF, your local investment bank. This has been your Financial Market Minute. To explore the best-performing mutual funds in the Bahamas, visit our website at www.rfgroup.com. When our news comes back from the break, these little ones capturing the first-place trophy in the Junior Jankano Parade for the 19th time. We have their story coming up. Coming up in sports, the BAISS Basketball Championships tip-off, and we talk to the ASUN Men's Basketball Newcomer of the Week. And heavy rain showers causing some localized flooding in the capital this afternoon. But hopefully conditions improve soon. Greg is back with your extended weather forecast right after this quick break. Stay with us. occasion or where life takes you Rubens is with you every step of the way I'm Michaela Kerr I'm an 18 year old freshman at the University of the Bahamas and I'm a computer science major I'm also the NT Corporation's youth ambassador for the environment and I'm an environmentalist my journey as the environmental advocate began with a simple yet profound realization that our environment is degrading right in front of my eyes and being NT's Youth Ambassador for the Environment means that my words and my actions hold the power to help change the environment and the world around me. I find it exciting that I can be a student, live my life, and use my words and my voice to change the environment and the world around me. 
Most times, I think it's a privilege. It's our environment and it's our generation to own. I don't think as a young person that there's anything more rewarding than being a part of bringing awareness. I'm Michaela Kerr, and I'm making a difference in my own words. America is now City of Hope, creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. Introducing the Focal Smart Pass app that helps you to fuel up faster. Here's how it works. Download the app on the App Store or get it on Google Play and create your profile with payment details. Visit your nearest Shell station, open the app, scan the pump's QR code, select your payment amount, and begin fueling. Say goodbye to cash and cards because the Focal Smart Pass offers secure and convenient payment options right at your fingertips. Download Focal Smart Pass now and fuel up faster today. This is our news. Welcome back. When athletes from 42 countries come to the Bahamas in May for the World Relays, they will almost they will be coming to an almost brand new stadium, complete with an Olympic standard track as well as a new roof and seating. The relays are scheduled for May 4th and 5th. Acting Director in the Ministry of Works, Robert Mazaz, gave an update on those repairs and renovations. The track is a a world class track that will be used for the world. Uh, relays in May 2024. Um, we also can see the, um, the roof to the east stand being replaced. So the Chinese contractor has removed the existing roof and he's putting a new steel truss roof back on, which will be completed by the end of March. All right, well, the BAISS Basketball Championships tip off, and we talk to the ASUN Men's Basketball Newcomer of the Week. Here now with our sports presented by 10th year seniors is Ronaldo Dorset and John Marknut. Ronaldo? Thanks, Italia, and welcome to our sports brought to you by 10th year seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset, that's John Marknut. Let's do show. The BAISS tipped off its best of three championship series Monday at the Kendall Isaacs Gymnasium. In junior girls action, the St. John's Giants took on the SAC Big Red Machine. Eight players scored for the Giants and that balanced scoring attack, led by Dania Roll's nine points, powered a game one win 25-21. In junior boys play, the Giants' undefeated streak looked tested for the first time against Queens College. St. John's guard Alpha Gibson scored 13 of his game-high 20 points in the third quarter. The Giants went on to win big, 57-39. The senior girls matchup between the Giants and the Kingsway Saints gave us our closest game of the night. The play of the game came in overtime when Rihanna Green made the go-ahead floater with 6.1 seconds left to play. The Giants would hold on to win 37-35. In senior boys play, the CW Sonder Cougars looks to two-peat against the Kingsway Academy Saints. Cougars guard Ray Wood scored 17 points in the first quarter but Raj Smiths responded with 26 points in the second to pull the Saints within two at the half. Woods finished with 34, Smith finished with 37, and the Cougars took game one, 71 to 61. Game two of the BAISS Championship Series starts at 4.30 Wednesday at the Kendall Isaacs Gymnasium. Moving on to someone that used to dominate the BAISS and is now doing the same thing at the Division I level. Queen's University guard Dayton Albury won his second ASUN Conference Newcomer of the Week award after he averaged 21 points over the course of his last two games. Albury reflected on what it meant to win the award for the second time. In practice and in games, I would say from like my first week in Queen's, I was like, bro, this ain't much different from what I was doing my whole life. Like, I still a little boy in God from Temple Christian, just going full speed down the court, you know, making layups, getting down ones. Finding my teammates, I wouldn't say my game changed not one bit. I mean, I get, you know, more talented, more stronger, you know, and I learn the game more, but the game, the game's still the game for me. In the New Providence Volleyball Association, the UB Mingos women's team took on the Lady Tex. The Mingos started off strong, but the Lady Tex took the first set 26-24. The Mingos bounced back, taking the second set 25-22 and the third set 25-17. 
In the fourth set, despite the Mingos losing their captain, they finish off the Lady Techs 27 to 25 to take the match three sets to one. For more on these stories and more of us, tune in to 10YS Daily across all Rev TV and 10YS social media platforms. That'll do it for our sports, presented by 10th Year Seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. That's John Mark Nutt. Back to the studio. Still ahead on our news tonight, a local preschool capturing their 19th win in the Junior John Canoe Parade. Our Joshua Williams has their story straight ahead. And heavy rain and wind across the islands on this Tuesday. Craig is back with your weather details when our news continues. decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't, through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hard-working team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. that sound it's the sound of us since our origins we burst music our sounds mixed together so let us hear your sound too your sound of passion of joy of friendship the sound of your style and the beat of your night it's time to play together the sound of guinness the sounds of greatness Welcome back to our news. Temperature is still cool in the capital on this Tuesday, but things may start to warm up a bit. Greg is back in the Weather Center with your extended forecast. Greg, lots of rain. I saw what you showed me earlier by Grand Bahama. Yeah, some of that is coming down and it's going to move across the capital overnight, so we could see some showers here in the capital as well across the northwest Palmas. Most of that activity will begin to pull out towards the east as a low-pressure system that's been generating this weather is going to exit us. High pressure will build in behind that. The winds will continue through tomorrow, so we're looking at gale force warnings continuing through tonight and into tomorrow, but they should fall off to 20 to 25 knots. 20 to 30 knots tonight uh, is what we expect. And, of course, high pressure will produce some nice changes in our weather, and we expect conditions to be improving as the system continues to pull out. Moisture source with the system right now through tonight and into tomorrow. Still wrapping around, but most of that is, will be exiting us through tomorrow. And then, of course, by Thursday, as I mentioned, clearing conditions expected with some warmer temperatures. Boating, beaching, that's the challenge. Gale warning still in effect for the northwest and central Bahamas. Northwest and north winds, 25 to 35 knots tonight. But uh, as I said, falling to 20 to 25 knots tomorrow. Sea is very nasty out there. 7 to 10, but building up to 14 to 18 feet. So the glass window bridge, if you plan on doing any traveling across that, I believe they're going to close that tonight. Low tide will be at 1043 tonight. Your high tide taking place at 518 in the morning for the southeast Bahamas. Gale warnings down there as well. But your winds more west and northwest, 20 to 25 knots and gusting high at times. Sea is running 6 to 9 feet, but building up to 12 feet over open waters. 
Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, the winds will continue through Wednesday, tapering off on Thursday. Much improved conditions into the weekend. Temperatures will start to warm up and conditions will be improving, but the seas will still remain a little bit hazardous. So beaching and boating will still become a challenge through the weekend. That's a look at our weather. Back to you. All right. Thanks so much, Greg. While a local preschool celebrating a big victory at the recent Junior Jonkanu Parade, tonight our Joshua Williams spotlights at preschool. That's no stranger to the winner's circle. Let's take a look. They may be small in stature, but they are giant in the Junior Junkanoo community. One-on-one -on -one school is the distinction as a winning group in the preschool category, the latest parade giving the school their 19th win in competition history. Una and director of the school, Chris Sandy Ford, says it's not limited to Bay. They live Junkanoo. We're big in the Junkanoo. We even have a Junkanoo wall, so even our one- and two-year-olds know you have to stand at the Junkanoo wall to even come outside. So Junkanoo is... They hear it every day. And with the Olympics approaching, the school got its inspiration from the upcoming games. Oh my goodness, I gotta give credit to my daughter. This is my daughter, Tanika Mati. Um, she was supposed to go to the Olympics this year um, in golf as a caddy. And then I said, the Olympics this year? And she's like, yeah, this, this July. And I said, where is it gonna be held? She said, in Paris. I said, that's gonna be our theme and we're gonna, Play the song. Yes. Uh, put your flag in the air. And with that, the kids decided to indeed put their flags in the air. I was treated to a special performance by the dancers. While all the trophies, excitement, and fun is important, for one-on-one, -on -one, it's all about teaching the kids the culture. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks for that, Josh. And thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.